Good morning and welcome once again to The Golden Life here on WBHF Radio. Glad to have you along with us. The Golden Life brought to you as always by Asset Management Group of Cartersville. Asset Management Group, Andrew Nida, Mo Pyram, and The Golden Life here on WBHF Radio. Andrew is getting a line in the water this morning. Uh, Mo Pyram, however, working hard for the people. You know, just the backbone of the organization. You know, just someone's got to steer the ship. <laughs> someone's got to take the night shift. Someone has to. Make sure you're not heading toward a, an iceberg. And someone's got to take that wheel. Someone has to be alert, ready to go, <laughs> adjustable. <laughs> no, but he's on a he's on a good um, vacation with his uh, with his crew in Colorado. I'm excited to hear about how the fishing went when he gets back. They yeah. could have run into a pretty good amount of trout out there. Yeah, yeah, no, he's uh, he's experimenting in a new, in a new, but a different type of fishing um, mechanics, if you want to call it. I'm not exactly quite sure what it is, but his his uncle Johnny um, taught him about taught him it, and so he's excited about what it would look like and um, what he'll catch. So he hasn't sent me any videos yet, so I'm not quite sure. Well, maybe he's he's trying to keep you in suspense. He's keeping us all in suspense. And then he's just going to like hammer it like, oh, four pounder, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Check that guy out. What are you doing today? <laughs> How are things at work? Things at work are good. Things at work are good. It's, uh, let's see, so this week is an interesting week. never happens ever like this. But Andrew has been gone since uh, Tuesday. And Anna, uh, which is... Um, my sister-in-law, Andrew's sister, she works with us. It was her birthday on Wednesday. So happy birthday, Anna. And so she's been on vacation since uh, Wednesday. So basically, it's been me holding it down. It is you and the future plans for the uh, the cafe. Yes. Yes. We are in, we're in early stages of the cafe. So we have to, fi- we have to figure out, you know... Um, one thing that we did we did find out is that the parking in our situ in our area in our office is not code for like business of 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 a cafe magnitude. So we're working with uh, the city, hint hint, to help us out with. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mayor's right down the hall. If you need to have a what's the next meeting? Next meeting right here. Right. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's where we are with it. But yeah, we we're, we're we're interested in in getting the cafe up and running. That's a really cool idea. I love that idea. It's a perfect place, perfect location. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it would add so much to to our area here. I agree. That'd be a fun walk. A little walk up there, get a cup, walk back. Yeah, get a cup, walk a nice back. Little, I mean, I'm not going to do it when it's 95 degrees outside, <laughs> but maybe 85. Maybe 85. Yeah. Yeah, nice brisk walk. It's not too far from here. We walk here from uh, our office to the studio sometimes. That's a nice walk. Yeah. I think. It's the um the the situation with the cafe is developing. That's what developing. you're trying to say. It's developing. Things are things are progressing. Things are progressing. Things are moving. We could use your help, Kevin. You're you're a very you, influential man in this community. Well, you just let me know what you need, and we will handle it. Thank you. We're going to get that done for you. You know this is recorded, so this is. I'm yeah, on record. You're on record for saying, saying that this. I will handle it. Yes. Well, I'm also excited to have uh, Anna. Your employee, yes, in leadership Barta with us, yeah, coming up in just a few weeks. Yeah, she's excited too. She's excited too. It's, um, you know, she is. If, if if anyone knows Anna, she is bubbly. She is 
she's a, a people person and and learning and developing her skills to be a, a better leader, uh, more involved in the community. And it was an honor for us when she brought it up to us. We were just like, yes, it's a no brainer. It's a no brainer. Our support of the chamber and the support of her to develop and grow and become a better um a better leader, a better, a, you know, just a, a improving in, in her in her skills and her pre- people person skills. Right around the corner with that. Uh, when does that start? Uh, just a few weeks. Okay. Uh, first week of August. So uh, amazingly, just right right around the corner. And are and, you leading uh, it? Are you? I'm a vice chair. Your vice chair for the uh, for leadership committee, yeah. okay. and then I'll be the chair the chairperson next year. Okay. So number yeah. number number two, then number one. It's progression. Indeed. Onward and upward. <laughs> Something to look forward to. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a it's a, a fun group of folks. And yeah, it's um, I like anything that highlights the Cartersville Bartow community. And you've got you know obviously we do stuff involving Cartersville, um, Adairsville, U Harley. Okay, you know just mix it up. Emerson, Kingston, try to hit as many you know parts of the community as we can in that program, and uh, a lot of different you know look at local industry from a lot of different perspectives and it's a lot of fun i really enjoy that i think anna's gonna like it too i think she's and i'm glad we'll have an asset management connection in the uh, in the class this year. <laughs> we had one we had the the youth what was it bartow youth leadership there's that, youth leadership also yeah so grayson did that last the last run so that was a little bit of easing into asset management group and then now anna and uh you never know. Maybe next time be either myself or Andrew. Well, that would be uh, very exciting. Be the trifecta. Especially if I'm, you know, since I'm going to be running oh, right. next year. Right. You or Andrew in there. I have to be like, all right. Maybe yeah. both of us would do it that year. Well, who's going to run the who's going to run the business? <laughs> Friday's off, you know. <laughs> Fridays Alan, and Wednesdays off. Alan know. and Mike get mad at me because a lot of the program is on Wednesdays. Oh, so Wednesdays I miss, off. So I miss the sports show like once a month. And I'm like, what the heck? What's your problem? Come on, this leadership thing here. you're doing. It's just, uh, but Alan gets it because Alan's been on been in those programs too, but. You talk about leadership, Bartow, mm-hmm. and yeah, stuff related yeah. to the chamber. I yeah. think those are fantastic, especially if you're new to the community. Or you may have lived here your whole life, but you tend to get caught in your own little circle of comfort. You tend to be in the, around the same people, maybe. And what is great about that program is it really does expose you to so many other elements that you might not otherwise be exposed to. So it's definitely a, a worthwhile program. Alan, thank you for this delicious cup of coffee. You are quite welcome. I would have gotten it to you sooner, but there was a conference happening back there that I got dragged into. So, well, there's always some kind of riveting conversation there's going always. on you inside this business. You can't actually work when you're here. You have to go somewhere else. <laughs> I can't tell you how good it is to close the door to make sales calls. I bet. As opposed to being on the phone and people like screaming about, you know. Sorry, I didn't Someone mean to. No, 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 no. Kevin no. asked me to weigh in on this. Yeah, if you've not, I don't think you've had a chance to do leadership. No, I have not. If you get a chance to apply, it's in most future. Nominated, do it. It's it's really worthwhile. Yeah, I mean, I I'll nominate you. I got a lot out of yeah. it. Yeah, perfect. That's what friends do, Mo. Thank you. They nominate I'll, each other, and I'll support you and in your first note, year as chair. Speaking of finances <laughs> and financial planning, I have to go to my next job. So yes, I yes. Know. <laughs> As the consistent collection of monies is key to supporting oneself. Well, well you've got a wedding to pay for. The money comes in and is gone before I can even count it. <laughs> four daughters and this year two weddings. Still well, got one, one in this college, fall, one in spring, and one in still in college. Much. And you have, there, you have two weddings this year. 
I have one this fall, one in the spring. We're, we're planning them simultaneously. But he's someone who functions on almost no sleep. Oh, okay. So it's not that. It's not as bad as you would think. Okay. Because I can tell you from working mornings with him for years, he's go to bed. <laughs> he's on his computer, his phone, till 1 a.m., gets up at 5.30. He doesn't care. 5.30? I'm here at 5.30. Gets up at 4.30. <laughs> Whatever. Just get a cot right here. Just, just keep, get, get, a, get him a Murphy bed. Can somebody get him a Murphy bed in here? And I think just... it's from his military background, so he functions on three or four There's, hours There is that Gen X part of me that says, well, I got to go to work. I have to show up. <laughs> Must be there. Must I have I have I have obligations. Time have to make the donuts. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I appreciate you dragging me into the Yeah, sure. Sorry, no Mom, pro- I'm taking up all your no, time. No, appreciate no, you for no, bringing no, in not the, at all. the coffee. You're welcome. Guys, knock, knock See you, buddy. listening on the way home. <laughs> See you, brother. We will do that French press we will. one day soon. It's going to be exciting. I mean, he he sold it. He sold the French he press. He can coffee. be very convincing about warm beverages. Oh, I'm doing it. Hot chocolate. Name your boy. <laughs> I mean, he's, he he knows them inside now. Cider. Tea. <laughs> Kid knows stuff. <laughs> well, we are talking about a very, um, for me, I would say a very interesting topic that we're getting into with Andrew not here. And I know it's a big topic, but uh, it is complex. But social security yes. is something that I think is kind of draped in mystery for a lot of people. And they're like, well, I know I pay my taxes on my social security. I know when I turn a certain age, I get my at least some of it I'm supposed to get back. But how much do I get back? Right. When do I get it back? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of rules people don't know about about when you decide to take it yeah. and how much that affects your return. It's a pretty complex issue, and I'm glad we're we're digging into that a little bit. Yeah, Social Security planning is, is like you said, it's it's complex, uh, especially with you know the timing of it. Right, the, Your window opens at age 62 for most folks. You know, there are some instances where you can where you can claim Social Security at, at age 60, but for the most majority of people, it's age 62, and then that window closes at age 70. So basically, that scale of 62 to 70 is you finding the opportune time to take Social Security uh, and maximize it for your best interest. Now, you may go online and you and you type in how how to maximize Social Security, and the, the most the default answer you would see is take it at age 70. Um, because what happens is at age, uh, your full retirement age, what's called FRA, full retirement age, is when you get 100% of your benefit. And for anyone born 1960 or, or later, your full retirement age is 67. Currently, okay. you and I are 67, so right? Currently, I, yeah, we're yeah. 67. Okay. So you get 100% of your benefits. Now, if you wait, every year you defer it past 67, you get an 8% increase on your benefit. Okay, so if you wait till age seventy, you're getting you know a hundred and thirty-two percent of your benefit, give or take. Now, if you take it earlier than your full retirement age, you get a reduction. So it starts off around twenty-five, thirty percent. So if you take it at sixty-two, you get a twenty-five, thirty percent reduction from what you would have, what you would have earned if you waited to your full retirement age. Ouch! And then that scale gets smaller and smaller up yeah. until your full retirement age, where you get a hundred percent. So, so you can hear. So, just by listening to that, you can see the complexity behind. Of okay, when do I take it? How do I maximize it? But there is no go to one single strategy. It's all like planning. It's all individualized. What's the best mm-hmm. option for you specifically? Um, so, I thought for today, with you know coming, we're entering almost back to school season. You know, what is it? August first, which I can't believe it's right around right the around corner, the corner, right mm-hmm. around the corner. I thought I would test you and see if you are ready for the Social Security quiz. 
Please do. Please test me. <laughs> I want I want to learn. And I won't bore the audience too much, but I, was, I thought this would be pretty interesting. I found this uh, quiz online. Uh, so you should know the first question. Okay. If I take my benefits before my full retirement age, will they be reduced? Yes. <laughs> By a certain amount per year. Uh, did you know that before I said that? Before Before we just opened up with it? Well, not probably not to that extent, no. Probably not to that extreme because I didn't know I didn't know you could take it that early and I didn't know if you I mean that makes sense, but yeah. I didn't know if you could take it that early how badly a 25% of your money, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a huge penalty. That's a huge penalty. Now I know if you were like in a situation where you were desperately needed cash, I'm not judging anyone no, for yeah. their own choices if if you did that that I understand you probably had your reasons. Um, but that is, that's punitive. That that's a harsh. Um, it's a harsh, harsh penalty. It's a harsh penalty. Um, I knew that. I knew about the waiting because my dad did that. Okay. Just because they, you know, to his, I think he took his at sixty eight or sixty nine. He's seventy one now. Okay. But I remember when he hit it and he was like, "Nah, I'm gonna wait a year or two. And I think I think he waited. I think he waited two years to so he would have gotten an extra sixteen percent. Yeah. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's a pretty good deal. It's a, you know it's 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 enticing, right? I mean, yeah. if you think about it, you say to yourself, especially if someone who quote unquote may not need it, right? Right. It's 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 supplemental for some people, and so you may say to yourself, okay, if I just wait one more year, I get this increase. Plus, you know, every year Social Security has a cost of living adjustment. Mm-hmm. So not only are you getting an eight percent increase, whatever the cost of living adjustment Social Security declares that year. You get that bump as well, so it could be pretty significant. And this past year was like the biggest. In, was it the, the biggest on record or in like forty years? Yeah, 40 right, years. the, um, the cost a, of living adjustment went up like nine percent or yeah, something. just shy of nine percent, which is huge. Which That's is a huge. Lot. Year in bef- one year. The year before was uh, five point nine, give or take. So you know. So it's roughly gone up fifteen percent in two years. That's huge. And think about the person who delayed it or, or is deferring it. Ouch. You get the five point nine, then the almost nine percent mm. plus the eight percent increase, right? That's a huge benefit that that has just grown amassly over the last two years. So you can see why someone, you know, like your father said, oh, let's wait, wait one more year. Oh, let's wait one more year after that. Um, they were fortunate to be in that position based on some other, you know, factors of planning mm-hmm. for their retirement, but. Um, but then there I, are those. I hope to be in that position. But then, like my my mom hit, uh, who's probably not as patient as my father. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she hit sixty seven, and I was like, "Nah, I'm taking it." Yeah, where I was like, "Well, why don't you wait like Dad did?" And she was like, eh, "No, nah, I don't think so." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "We're going to Germany and Austria for oh. for two and a half weeks. I think I'm just going to take the money." You I know, was like go for it, go for it, yeah, go. And for she it. worked for, oh my god, I mean, she was a teacher for in the Midwest and here combined. I guess she was in a classroom on some level for forty, like forty three, forty four years. Mm. So I mean. I was like, you should do whatever you want yeah. to do. Yeah, with all with that with, with that, that history. Money. Yeah. So 
Yeah, especially, you know, it, it, that's a good example as far as, like she said, she had uh, these trips I want to go to. Some people use it for, you know, it's ancillary things like that, right? You know, they may have a pension. You know, if she's a teacher, maybe she had a pension. She uh, does, yeah. She does, she's got right. the good state retirement. But, um, yeah, it's not like you're, it's like you're getting a, a pension on a, you know, executive's pay or something. <laughs> right. You know, she's... You're in the you're in the trenches in the classroom for a long time, so mm-hmm. it's not not the easiest of. Uh, my, my wife's a teacher too, and I'm okay. like, oh, better you than me. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't last one second. No, great. those kids would eat me alive. No. Fifth grade, pff, those kids, I'd be I'd, I'd be leaving crying by lunch. <laughs> like they made fun of me. <laughs> kids are mean. Uh, uh, they they can handle it. It's a gift. It really is. It really is. Um, my stepdaughter Jacqueline, she's on her uh, on her path to becoming a teacher, and I'm like, more power to you. Good for her. Yeah. And if you ever, you know, feel like you know those kids are being too mean, just come to Aston Management Group. We got a spot for you. There you go. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you can deal with kids, you can deal with our clients. <laughs> uh, I kid. I kid. I kid. I kid. That's a, uh, that's a different form of uh, of care. <laughs> Uh, but you know, you know, some people think about it. Social Security is not a benefit that can be passed on. So you can the 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 risk is if you try to get the eight percent and deferring it till seventy, for instance, and knock on wood, God forbid, you passed away. There is no skittles at the end of the rainbow, right? It doesn't get passed on. You don't will it to your kids or to your spouse. So if you don't use it, you lose it. It's just money that you never get back. It's just money yeah. you never get back. So you may have those that are, call it 60, 61. They've done a great job saving. They have um, a 401k, 403b, whatever, maybe IRA. They've got a good brokerage account. Mm-hmm. Maybe they've got a pension. And they say to themselves, you know what? Uh, I'm I'm good. And I'm ready and able to retire Maybe my father had health conditions. My uncle didn't make it past 65. Um, my genes, genetically, I may not make it till 70. Right? It has nothing to do with my financial situation. Maybe just my medical situation mm-hmm. may may not allow me to, to make it till 70. So I'm just going to take it now. Enjoy it. Um, you get the you get the power of using the money now, right? Where the um, before delaying it. So maybe you use it and you invest it. And you don't actually use it for cash flow. You use it and say, you know what? Let's 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 double down on the market and use some of this money that uh, I may not have, I may not get because of my health situation. So there's a lot of reasons why someone may take it prior to their full retirement age. And yeah, health wise, anything could happen. And um, or you could just be in a situation where you feel like um, you've worked your whole life and you just don't want to wait anymore. Yeah. And you maybe you deferred. I know my parents certainly deferred a lot of things for themselves for a long time just to give everything to their kids and do everything, you know, work hard every day. And they're finally both retired. And they're like, man, let's do some traveling. Let's do some stuff for ourselves. Yeah. And I'm so happy that they're doing that. I really, that really, every time they go on a vacation, I, I feel very excited for them Good. about that. Yeah. They deserve it. Sounds like they did. They did a good job raising a good young man like yourself. Well, you know, they did their best. <laughs> <laughs> We're still working on you as a community. I'm not a. I'm not a finished product. <laughs> I have. I have moments. You have moments. Yeah, yeah. here and there. Uh, uh, the uh, I. 
I think one day, um, I mean, I'm far away, as are you, far away from Social Security from that question. Mm -hmm. But um, it does interest me uh, very much. And what also interests me is some of the, like, factors of how much you get and how all that's, you know, calculated and all of those things. It, it is a more of a complex formula than I would have imagined. The taxation of it is, is huge, too. I mean, some people don't even know that it's taxable. It, well, it can be taxable. So they, they get confused. They're like, wait a minute, I paid taxes, essentially, to get Social Security. And then now you're telling me that when I receive Social Security, it can be taxed? And the answer is yes, it could be taxed. It doesn't necessarily have to be taxed, but it can be taxed. And the calculation for the taxation on Social Security is, it's not complicated, but it is factors that one may not consider. Because uh, most people think, all right, when I get older, 65, 70, whatever it may be, um, I'll be in a lower tax bracket. Right, because I don't have any earned income. Mm-hmm. Well, your age doesn't define your tax bracket, right? It's it's your, your income. Your does. income does, yeah. right? So, as far as social security, the taxation of social security, it, it's it's based off what's called provisional income, and it first is calculated by half of your social security benefit. So, if you and your wife are getting, let's just call it uh, two grand a month of social security, both of you, so it's what forty eight thousand. So the calculation first starts off with half of that. So $24,000 starts the calculator. And what the government is trying to do is get you to a number of, I think it's $44,000, to get to whether your Social Security can be um, taxable at an 85% um, clip. Well, 85% of your benefit can, get, can be taxed. And so what provisional income is, is anything, in your, anything that's considered income. So now, let's say your, your wife's a teacher, she gets a pension, that gets calculated into the, into the calculation, and let's say you uh, you know you take a distribution from your four hundred one k, that gets counted as uh, income, rental property, interest on municipal bonds, all of that gets calculated, and once you hit that forty four thousand, the government says thank you, we're going to take eighty five percent of your benefit and tax it. I don't like that. I don't like that either. Hence, why you know planning. Um, as far as where your income may come from while while you're retired is huge. And if you think about it, I mentioned all those things that's considered income, but what's not considered income is distributions from Roth accounts. So a, a, a good planning strategy to think about is, you know, when is a good time to start taking distributions from not from tax-free um, investments? Because the distribution of 15000 from an IRA and distribution from 15000 from a Roth is completely different on the tax basis, especially during a reti- uh, during Social Security season. The Roth is pretty magical. It's pretty magical. When you get down to it. It's a really... Yeah, we had a conversation with a client yesterday, and he's uh, 68, retired. Him and his wife are retired, and they've done a, a good job saving, and now we're talking about the possibility of converting some of that... Uh, uh, IRA 401k money into Roth, especially before he has the required minimum distributions at uh, at uh, 73. Because during, you know, at age 73, now you're forced to take distributions from your retirement accounts. From uh, Any? Doesn't matter what kind? Uh, Roth IRAs, there aren't any required minimum distributions. Uh, pre-tax accounts, there are. So your IRA, your 403B, your your uh, 401k, uh, our federal employees, your TSP, if any of that is is um, mm-hmm. pre-tax, whether you want the income or not, right. at a, starting at age 73, you'll you'll have to take those distributions. So which could cause 
on its own the, the forcible taxation on your Social Security. Don't like that. I don't like that either. Really, the older I um, older I get, and with each passing show that we do here, I think to myself, man, I'm really glad I have a Roth IRA. It, there just seem to be a lot of advantages to that. There are a lot of advantages. You know, you, the, the money's already been taxed when it goes in, but then the entire account you're good to go. It's gonna uh, the money when it goes in is gonna be a lot more money when it comes out, and that's already done deal on the tax. That's uh, that's that's quite lovely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 part of planning, right? I mean, there's some that are uh, that could use the tax deferral today, mm-hmm. and then there are some that are just just, just say, you know what? I'd rather put money away now, let it build. I'll I'll shake my hands with the government today, pay the taxes, and then everything you know on the on the back end is completely tax free. That's uh, a lovely system, especially in, in today's environment. I mean, it it may not feel like it, but we're actually in in a very favorable tax environment, environment. historic compared to historical precedent. Yeah, yeah, we definitely are. I was speaking with a um, she's a new client, and she was born in 1966, I believe. Yeah, 1966. And just for giggles, I was we were going. She asked me a question about Roth. Actually, she did ask me a question about Roth and and pre tax accounts. And I was like, "Well, uh, take a guess what your the highest tax bracket was when you were born." And she was, and she had no idea. And I and I you know pulled up the the history of taxes, which is a very very interesting conversation. But it was ninety one percent. So I believe if you made two as a married married filing jointly, if you made two hundred thousand dollars or more in nineteen sixty six, you paid ninety one percent federal taxes on everything above that. Ninety one percent. Holy smokes! Yeah, yeah. Now it's not ninety one percent tax on all of your money, right? Because it's a gradual, it's a progressive system. But you're paying if you made now that's a, that's a good amount of money nineteen sixty six for a you know, married couple making two hundred thousand dollars. But in, but at the end of the day, if you were fortunate enough or unfortunate enough, depending on how you look at it, yeah. to make two hundred thousand as a household in nineteen sixty six, you were paying ninety one percent in taxes, federal taxes, not including state. That's a bunch. That'd be that'd have to be well above a million today. Probably, um, probably is yeah. Maybe maybe even over a million and a half based on inflation. I don't know, but um, but that's not wow, absurd, that's a, right? That's not absurd for two couples in today's world. I mean, they're they're. Yeah, I'm sure if some of our listeners now as a household are making one, one and a half. That's a crazy high tax rate, though. Yeah. Wow. So, again, very favorable. Well, they tax needed that money in '66 to, you know, get into expand the the efforts in Vietnam. They they really needed the money. Yeah. So, it's a good thing they taxed it. <laughs> <laughs> More Agent Orange. <laughs> uh, another question for you. How about this, Lyndon Johnson? Let's, terrible. Let's terrible. see if you can if you can answer this question. Uh, if I have a spouse, but he or she can he or she receive benefits from my record, even if they have no earned income history. Mm. So if your spouse does not has no income history at all, can if ever I was the worker and my wife didn't work and ever. Then I died. Does she get my Social Security? I would not say, even if you died. Not even if I died. If just, if she's living, okay, you're living. She has no income history at all, so she's never paid a dime into Social Security. She's, but she's just of age. But she's of age. Can it's, she get any benefits? Basically, yes, she can. 
Yay. <laughs> I got it. You like that? Well, our government seems to be in the business of giving away money, so I just went with a <laughs> I just went with my gut on that one. <laughs> All right, go with your gut. You on get this a one. check. You get a check. What about this one? You mentioned if you died. Okay, so if one spouse passes away, does the survivor get two benefits? Their benefit and the and the, and the deceased benefit? No. That's right. They do not. They do not. They get one. You get the highest one. So, you know, we tell clients and tell uh, prospective clients and those we do workshops with, um, you know, during your retirement life, you will lose one income, at least one income, right? You will lose a Social Security benefit. The highest one stays on the books. The lowest one falls off. And then if you have a pension you know, if you chose your life only, then there's a chance that you could lose two two incomes. Um, so, uh, yeah. So if you pass away, and most people um, get that confused, they think you get two benefits. No, you get one. You get one. You pick the highest one. They pick it for you. So they you don't even, you don't even get a choice. I mean, why would you choose the lowest one? Right, right. right. But you don't get a choice. They will they will stop this the lowest benefit, and then you just get the highest one. Well. In terms of um, the system, that's good that you automatically get the the highest one, the more money. But but that's a you know that could be life changing, right? To go from two income streams to one, even if it is the highest one, certainly could. Yeah, I don't remember. I'm sure my parents would, but when my grandfather passed, and then my grandmother never worked. That was, I mean, a lot of women didn't. In in, the, in those times, but um, they would probably remember having that conversation with her about you know because they would have had two social security right. streams and then it would have been cut and cut to one. Cut to one. But um, that was a different time. I mean, he worked the same place for fifty years, retired, got a gold watch, yeah, whole thing. So he had a pension too because everyone had a pension. Back everyone then, had a pension so back then. Totally different time. Um, that was a different means of acquiring a golden life. <laughs> <laughs> more complex today. More complex More today. questions. More questions, more options, right? More opportunities. And so, you know, living the golden life, which is, you know, the theme of this show, is understanding what's what's available to you, what the options are, and 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 making sure that you're that you're creating the plan for yourself that is that is optimizing your life to make your life a golden life um yeah so that's that's um uh a, you know a really quick quiz on the way social security works obviously there's just more to it but again living a golden life planning on your golden life and uh yeah if you have any questions or want a second opinion we're here for that yeah uh, asset management group that's a great topic social security and planning for that um i would look forward to talking about that more in the future i think it's a it is a many-layered onion, it the is. Social Security conversation. So we can help our listeners um, with that, and I'm sure Andrew would like to speak about that as well uh, at some point when he comes back. So we'll get into that more with the Social Security conversation. Reminder, you can talk to Mo or Andrew. Give them a call at 678-792-5855, 678-792-5855. Located 102 North Bartow Street, Suite 100 here in Cartersville, Asset Management Group, Andrew Nida, Mo Pyram, Asset Management Group, help ensure your own 
Golden Life with Asset Management Group. Mo, we'll see you next week. Any uh, oh, idea what the topic next... would be? I oh, will... that's right. You're on vacation. I'm on vacation, week. so I will. My topic would be the beach, sand, waves. Those are all important things. <laughs> a, a drink. A drink, probably. Of some sort. Of some sort. None of my business. Then what's in the drink? <laughs> <laughs> Something good. I'd be hydrated. Soda. No, sparkling no. Sparkling water. Sparkling water. I'm a huge sparkling water fan. Man, Don't really drink that much soda. Man, I crushed sparkling water when we were in Europe. Were I you just really? crushed. My wife kept saying, because over there they say, uh, you know, sparkling a flat. And then she'd say flat or tap. Oh, uh, yeah. And then I'd be like, Bring that, bring that Perrier, baby. Yeah, what do you bring that? On? Bring that over here. Flat. Come on. You like, would you like the full liter? <laughs> yes, I would. I like the full gallon. I, I, w- I would like the full liter. <laughs> Thank you. And they're like, you know, it's like how many, uh, how many ounces is that? <laughs> like, sir, we don't measure like that. It's like, well, maybe that's why you, maybe you'd win a few wars if you did. How does that sound? <laughs> oh, America, baby. My wife no, makes was, fun of me because yeah. I, I bring Perrier. I bring a, the, was it the Topo Chico? I oh, just, it's so good, it's, though. It's so good. It is. And she's like, it's just water. I'm like, no. No, it isn't. No, it's not. It's, it's not just water. sparkling delights is what it is. <laughs> Delicious. I'm with you on that. I love that stuff. Me too. We'll uh, we'll be back with you next week. You have a wonderful vacation. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, folks, stay with us. We, by the way, have uh, Atlanta Braves baseball back tonight, back at home. First pitch at 720 on air 605 pregame. Braves welcoming the Chicago White Sox. So a a rare visit from the South Siders to Truist Park tonight. We'll have that for you. And of course, local news, noon and five headlines and breaking news when it happens. This is WBHF Radio, and you've been listening to The Golden Life. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Investment advisory services offered through Asset Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Andrew Knight and Moise Param provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company or enter offered through Asset Management Group. By contacting Asset Management Group, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.